back in the studio. What's up, everybody? I'm your pal, George Boutsalis. And I'm your other pal, Ricky Liorti. And this episode, we had fitness entrepreneur, not personal trainer, fitness yeah. entrepreneur. Common misconception. Yeah, common misconception. We had Beverly Chang in the studio. She's awesome. She's originally from the West Coast. She's moved here, built this great empire on fitness and activities and retreats and so many amazing things. Uh, you might know her from Instagram. She's got a numerous followers there and she's got a great following. Again, all fitness related things. Born to sweat, sexy and sweaty. Sweat nation. Sweat nation. So many good good businesses there so take a listen to this one it was a blast and georgie uh, i want to give a shout out to our sponsors our good buddy steven liambis at homes by steven i'm gonna take a seat here at homes by steven uh i mean guys if you've listened to our episodes you've heard it before i'll say it again uh steven is one of the best in the business he he always puts his uh his clients needs first whether you're buying selling leasing uh steve will always have your best interest in mind and make sure that you find the property or home that's right for you you can find him at Homes by Steven or homesbysteven.ca. Uh, we'd also like to give a shout out to uh, one of our amazing uh, sponsors and partners, Kind Magazine, um, the fastest growing lifestyle magazine in Canada. Uh, find them anywhere. Go into your local dispensary, get them online. You guys can pick them up. They, uh, they do some great work, great content, and uh, you might be uh, seeing your pals featured in the, in the next edition. I mean, in the December Mike. edition. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to catch your pals there, so make sure you check a look. And peep it when it comes out. Check a look. Yeah. Check a look. That's a good. That's a good <laughs> cue there. My pal LFG. Let's go. Are we good? We're good. We're live? I feel like I'm on Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really high praise. I, I, I feel great that if you think but, we're on. Yeah, we really appreciate I'm that. Like <laughs> That's it. You, the chair looks good on you. Thank well, you. Beverly, welcome to the Pals Podcast. Good to have you in. Thank you so much. I, I feel like it's been uh, a long time that we've been trying to set this up, so I'm glad we, we finally got to it. I'm glad that you guys brought me into an office in Toronto that I know that you rented just for me <laughs> yeah basically, basically our, yeah. our second guest in the studio ever yeah, yeah. Wow. bev you gotta sign the wall after oh yeah, yeah. You. oh my gosh we actually started we started doing that it's kind of gonna fill this entire wall so eventually yeah yeah you can sign eventually. any brick you want cool okay <laughs> i'll be i'll be keeping my eye out beautiful yes well let's jump right into <laughs> it that's my that's my go-to saying beverly obviously for those of you for people listening and obviously the people that follow you online obviously your big personal trainer when did you get into it how did you start tell us a little bit about your story yeah okay cool um actually myth i'm not a personal trainer okay i actually hate personal training wow whoa. Yeah. Just, debu- just came out whoa okay 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 i'm just gonna research. turn this right back around <laughs> i love it guys. i love it <laughs> <laughs> i get that a lot like asking me if i like personal training or like how i got started as a personal trainer i hate personal training i think it's the most dull part of fitness to be okay. honest. Wow, fair. Yeah. So actually, so what happened is like, I grew up playing sports my whole life. I played rugby at a pretty high level in university and for club teams and like provincial teams. Wait, which teams? I played for team Alberta. Uh, uh, are you team from BC. out there? I grew up in Calgary. Okay. So I played for like the Irish probably means nothing to you. Then I moved <laughs> to Vancouver, played for team BC. I played for UBC. So wow. yeah, some really great teams. And then when I graduated, university i was like i'm done like tackling women 
it's time to grow up. And so I like... <laughs> Time to move on with my life. So I just got, I loved working out. Like I always had friends who would be like asking me to create workouts for them or recipes or things like that. And then I was like, I'm going to just create a little website. And I just had these grand plans and I was making like three YouTube videos a week and they were getting like up to like 400 views and Big not deal. many more than that <laughs> but time time out 400 is still a lot like i remember when we launched our first youtube video it had 200 views and i was like this is sick really that yeah, makes me like, feel better is, like we were like yeah. we're, we're just normal dudes so when we release it, it's like hey 200 people plus like our actual podcast downloads like we felt pretty good about 100%. that, that okay was like, mind yeah. you gotta think about like hey me my mom my dad george george's mom george yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. i'm like counting i'm like okay there's 10 at least <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so actually, kind of just not to, to just to jump on that point. That's the interesting thing, right? Like four hundred. If you actually consider how many, if you fit this room with four hundred people, it's a lot of people to talk to. Like it's a lot of people listening to you. But when you look at like how social media just proliferated right now, mm-hmm. you see have a couple hundred. Like oh, okay, that's nothing. I know. You, so we can get a hundred thousand or two a million, whatever, just from like they're kind of being influencer in that space. But like if you actually really think about affecting four hundred people or like conveying a message, that is quite a few people. I wish I had you in my life <laughs> five years <laughs> gotta look ago. The, gotta look at the positive <laughs> side of it, right? Wait, so is this, you were doing this five years ago, so 2015-ish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was making so, like, it's just when you put in so much time and effort and I had this, like, shitty little blog and it was just, like, I was it loved called? it so much. It was called Sweat is Sexy. Okay, okay. I like that. And I w- couldn't create, like, email <laughs> accounts. I couldn't create anything because it was, like, it, like Google or whatever thought it was, like, a porn website. <laughs> <laughs> okay i, 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 mean, I, I get it. the misconception for I, sure. I get it yeah yeah i couldn't I do anything i couldn't water. run google ads i couldn't like i couldn't <laughs> create like an email account nothing trying to tell I, your parents about your new blog your parents like what the f yeah and i was like sweat is sexy it's so sexy and so then i had to change the name that was it was sweat is sexy for like a year and then i changed the name to sweaty and fit and yeah and then i just kind of kept creating content more and more and more And then at some point, I think like 2016, I was like, or 2017, I rebranded completely to Born to Sweat, which just like felt so right. I didn't really like the name Sweaty and Fit. It was kind of just like a placeholder. And yeah, I just continued to like write blog posts. I used to work in insurance um, when I graduated university. That's interesting. Rugby to insure. I guess there's a tie in there, you know. There's no tie. No. Yeah. I was like, what? There's no tie. Like, you know, get hurt. Hurt. Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, ensuring your health and playing a yeah. contact sport, I guess. You're really going to try and connect the dots. I'll tackle these girls and now I'll tackle your insurance policies. There you go. That was That's the tagline. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, it was awful. Um, but it was great because it was a job that like literally I would work three out of eight hours and the rest oh. of the time I was shopping or I was writing blog posts. On the sweat to sexy. That's it. Sweaty and fit. Sweaty and fit. Yes. <laughs> there's been a lot of history and then at some point in like 2016 all the content i'd been creating on instagram really kind of took off and it got to the point where i was like getting all these partnerships with brands and making pretty much as much money as i was in insurance wow. but i was still working like i was working two jobs essentially and yeah and then in 2017 i quit and I just took on fitness full time, not like I said, not doing anything like in person. It was I was doing like group sessions, which I really enjoyed. But other than that, everything was online. Like I was selling online programs. I was like selling, uh, promoting products on Instagram. And then also we I started a fitness retreat, Ultimate Sweat Away. 
So it's kind of just been like this fun journey of me just coming up with ideas and being like, I want to try this out and just seeing what happens. And sometimes it flops and sometimes it works really well. That's awesome. So then, so you said you're not, that's a misconception of being a personal trainer. So what would you, like, what do you call yourself? How would you define yourself? That's, if you can define it. Yeah, I, I call myself like a fitness entrepreneur. Well, that was exactly what I was just thinking. Really? Yeah. That's actually, yeah. like three I, years yeah. to come up with that. <laughs> really? I, I actually, I like that. Yeah. I was going to say it to be more like on the base, like fitness influence type thing. Because yeah, you kind of word, do, like you are really. Yeah. yeah. The word influencer only really took off, what, three, four years ago? But prior to that, it wasn't really a a common word that people use was it i don't know i think it was because i tra- when i traveled it was like 2017 yeah, I, I, I knew the word term micro influencer back then. yeah that's true okay oh. yeah fitness entrepreneurs i call myself micro influencer because i had like 400 views on my videos too but i was not a micro you had a couple big videos too a, few, a couple yeah. had like five Ooh. ten thousand yeah so i took i did like a year travel a year trip around the world and i had a youtube channel for it like did a blog uh, oh, vlog sweet. and stuff his like videos that. were sick it's, right. it's a shame he doesn't put as much effort into editing these videos <laughs> as he did those because our podcast would be way bigger no i'm kidding oh man i want to ask what was the the first video or first post or something that really went viral for you? Or was it just a steady growth slow oh. month over month? Or was there one that like really took off? Yeah, actually, now that you say that, it reminds me, I had a photo of my butt. And <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe okay. it? But it wasn't just my butt. It, well, it was my butt, but it was my butt like three years apart. And it was like, this was me three years ago. And it was like just a like you can change your body or like you can do whatever you want as long as like you put in the effort, the time, like the determination. And yeah, now that you say that, I recall that post doing really well and just kind of from there, it just continued to grow. Um, so butts. Yeah. Butts. Are so if I post a picture of my butt, I'll get a lot of likes. And that's, love. that's, yeah. that's maybe not yours. Maybe not <laughs> yours. Nobody wants to see that. We, you should try it. No, I, mine, no, nobody wants to see mine either. Trust me. <laughs> That's no, I, I was just uh, on that point. So you're talking about the butt side by side, but you were always in good shape. You said you played rugby your whole life. So what do you think that specifically about that picture made the difference? Um, that it was so much bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bigger butt. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I yes, for sure. I've always been fit. I've always been in shape, but I've always like, when I played rugby, I was small. Like I was like a twig trying like I, <laughs> i'll show you guys some videos there's like me like so here's where we like, edit in the video of her playing rugby oh, on, yeah, the, no, on the youtube you. video it's like me running like a little giraffe and like <laughs> just a twig running with the rugby ball and so i was like fit but i was really small and like now you're pretty tall how tall are you about five six five six yeah, yeah. Good guess. um i saw her walking and i was like she's like roughly a little bit shorter than me okay it's a good guess, yeah. Yeah, no, that was really good. Do you want to guess my weight? Uh, no, it's <laughs> no. a slippery slope. I've played this game before. Nope, not doing that again, ever. Um, yeah, and so it was just like the, honestly, just like the size difference. Like skinnier, like skinnier butt, skinnier thighs, and then like bigger butt, bigger thighs. And yeah, and then it just like people really responded to that. Well, I got a good question on this. So there's a lot of, I don't want to say misconceptions, or a lot of women that think thick thighs and thick legs are... are bad and there's other ones that want little skinny legs skinny what are your thoughts on that well i think that's a big question like there's definitely women loaded gun question yeah Yeah, no but it's a good one um there's been times in my life where i'm like i wish i had thinner thighs because then i could fit into jeans like literally i have two pairs of jeans and they're mom jeans from like the 70s (laughs) when like moms had like the body that i have i guess but so at those times i'm like that'd be nice but then there's so many 
there's been so many times in my life where I've like just a learn to appreciate my legs like you can't tackle girls or like when I was an athlete you can't tackle girls if you don't have strong thighs or yeah. strong legs you can't like run away from danger or like <laughs> I've been in a lot of danger oh, no. really? <laughs> but if I was you're, um, you're, you're set to get away you're good. I'm good yeah, yeah. <laughs> no and there's like it's just been um like most women I think a journey to appreciating the things that you think you don't like and it's also really nice when you have people be like oh like you have such nice legs I'm like do I like I thought they were just like really big and they're like no they're really nice so when people say give me compliments like that and I think this is what a lot of people need to be better at as well is like when people give you compliments like actually accept it and like take it to heart and don't just brush it off and be like no no like I don't have nice legs or I don't have nice this like if someone pays me a compliment I fully believe it it's very nice yeah you know some people are still like I guess what you're saying is a lot of people are still in their own head. They're like, I don't like my legs or I don't like my whatever. And then someone says something they're like, oh, like they're just being nice, whatever. They're trying to make me feel good. Yeah. They're being nice or like maybe if I keep saying, keep disagreeing, they'll keep showering me with compliments or whatever it is. Um, but I think if someone pays you a compliment, like the best thing you can do is just truly accept it for yeah. what it is. Take yeah. It face value. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. But no, I love big thighs. I think like, I think a lot of women (laughs) like there's more women who have normal like looking thighs than like skinny model thighs and we should definitely like learn to embrace it more and just like strengthen them like continue to exercise continue to run continue to do whatever like feels good to you and yeah like build on them is that's what i think yeah yeah and and i agree with that i think it's important to love your body there's people who are never gonna have super skinny thighs and there's some people who probably won't ever have super you know muscular thick thighs but as long as you love your own body and appreciate you know this was given to me i'm healthy i'm happy i'm fit whatever because fit has a lot of different shapes and sizes too i think it's important to just know what your your body is know what your shape is know how you feel what makes you feel happy what makes you feel healthy and then if you can appreciate that that's what I think that's what being fit is all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or looking fit, I guess. Yeah. It's when you start working out and taking it away from like the physical changes. Like, of course, physical changes are great. Like you want to change your body composition. You want to lose some fat. You want to lose some weight. Those are all great goals, but it can't be like you can't work out for that sole reason because that's like one day you're going to hit your goal and then what you just stop working out until you gain weight again. So it's like it's this whole conversation about loving your body and like um, motivation for exercise or through exercise, but not just relying solely on like how your body looks to get you through it. So kind of on that note, so you, you don't do personal training, but you do online programs, guys, all that kind of stuff. What is your approach on that side? Like, is it, do you take a holistic view? Is it like about just looking at someone and saying, you know, you should do this, this, and this? Is it more like you just have different, like a variety of different offerings? Like how do you go about the creating mm-hmm. programs and all these kind of things? Yeah. I used to just be like, okay, just workouts. Like I, one time, Adam, um, one time said to me, he was like, your warm ups aren't fun. And I was like, a warm up's not supposed to be fun. It's, <laughs> it's prepping your body for an intense workout. <laughs> I was, it's prepping you to sweat. <laughs> yeah. I was like, now go do three more laps. And I was fully serious. And then I started. So that's what I used to do. Just like straight workouts, like to the point, get the job done. And then I started to realize like people want more than just a workout. They want like to talk about nutrition. They want to have community. They want to have like engagement and support. And... So 
the more I created my programs, the more like I learned from the people who would buy them. They were looking to have like um, a community group aspect. And so with every single one of my programs, I always make sure to include that because it is such a big part of anybody's fitness journey. It's so hard to convince yourself to work out a lot of the time if you haven't like made it a consistent routine. But if you know like a hundred other girls also don't really want to work out, but you're all doing it together, that makes it a lot easier. And then I also make sure to include a lot of like mindfulness practices. Like I personally meditate every day or like throughout the week and I journal a lot. And so I always try to include that as well, because if you're not taking care of your stress or your mental health, then you're not going to be able to take care of yourself and your workouts. Like yeah. it's, it's a, it's a balance. Yeah. They kind of go hand in hand. So you take, so you take a, a like now your approach is kind of looking at everything and just laying it all out for them and building that community, explain that. Like you said, like handling the stress, the mental aspect mm -hmm. that can get you focused into that workout. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so when the pandemic hit and I started running these challenges, I started bringing on like nutritionists and like people who would come on and speak to the group because <coughs> I can talk. <coughs> Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> I, love that. I didn't know what I should do. I was like, <laughs> no, thank you. No, continue, continue. I love that. <laughs> sorry. This is a good water break, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on that note, I'll just to, to echo what you said about the me mental health and physical health. We ran a, a marathon and we're going to do an episode talking about this later on this week. Um, and we thought about this and Georgie ran like a week ago. Yeah. We ran a week ago today. We ran a, a full marathon. Wow. And Georgie trained for it a little bit and I didn't really, but the way didn't I didn't really didn't at all, which is yeah, crazy. I, did, I didn't did train it. at all. 42 kilometers. Yeah. 42.2. 42. No, I didn't train. So the way I looked no, sorry, at it, let should give a little quick context. So I was training for a marathon. It was, it was supposed to be that weekend. It was in Athens, Greece. It got canceled and I couldn't oh, yeah. go. Um, but so I kind of, when it got canceled, I kind of like waffled on my train. I was like, you know what? I'll I still kept running, but I stopped my long run. So the most I ever got to was like 30 K in September. And you, like you said, you barely train. You, you don't run. I, I don't, I roll, I walk. I like, yeah. I enjoy walking. So I walk like five, 10 K once or twice and your a week. farthest run before that was what i ran a half marathon last two years ago with no training but so he yeah. called me he's like you want to do this this marathon and i was like you know what i'm in the worst physical shape of my life right now but mentally i'm in the best shape of my life like i've never been as sharp as i am right now mentally and this focus driven determined and yada 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 so i said let's do it right because if my mind can do it my body can follow suit because mm -hmm. i think mental health is way more important than physical health you can oh. be you can be physically fit, but not mentally fit, and your life will suffer. If you're mentally fit and maybe not as physically fit, you can still thrive in life. Mm -hmm. And I strongly believe that. So we ended up running this marathon, and it was we didn't run it the whole way. We we did this marathon. Let me let me correct that's, myself. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So, but uh, yeah, we ended up finishing five hours, forty five minutes of straight continuous walk, running most of it, and we walked quite a bit towards the end. But it was a big mental challenge and we did it and yo shout out georgie me and you and that we killed it good for you yeah. guys yeah so it was good Crazy. but that's just to echo your point mental health is such a key and important part of your physical health and i think some people take that for granted sometimes or don't really realize the importance of it yeah no absolutely i think people are like either really big not always and this is a generalization i think um everyone is so focused on like physical fitness or there's like the big one group of people who are more into like mindfulness and meditation and all that sort of stuff but I really yeah I think bringing the two together is so key and then I even get that when I run these challenges and I say like okay this week you're going to focus only on meditation and then the next week you're going to focus only on writing and then the next week you're going to focus on getting eight hours of sleep and doing things like that instead of being like so there are little tasks each week that focuses yeah. on one specific area. I like that. Yeah. And, and then I say, like, if you feel like you have the ability to, like, 
stack them on top of each other, do it. But yeah. not everyone is going to be able to meditate, journal, sleep eight hours a day, yeah, yeah. turn off their social media at nine or whatever. Like it's too much to ask. So I like to break it down into like small things and just sort of introduce people to like a new, a new routine for them. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. It's about, it's about building little habits, right? Like um, I think it's in the book, actually Atomic Habits. It talks about, it talks about setting little, little, tiny, small micro habits that you build Such and just compound, right? You read it? Yeah. Really good. I read it. That's the first book I read when COVID like hit. I had picked it up in the, at, at Indigo. And actually, it's one of the few. I don't read a lot of like self-help type books. I just like, I think a lot of them just echo the same thing. But that one I really liked. Yeah. And one of the big points is like just small little things like do drink a little more water today and then get like an extra hour of sleep, turn your social media off. And if you just keep doing one thing slowly and get that ingrained, if you try to change everything about your routine, like you're saying, do all those three meditation, journal, sleep, yeah. all at once, you're going to overwhelm yourself. It's going to be impossible. Yeah. I totally agree with what you're saying though when it comes to self-help books because I feel like I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to be like, okay, hey, you need to read all these books about like all these business things and about improving your life and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, I'm not happy reading these books. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. they are not adding value. I thought Atomic Habits was amazing. I also read this book called Why We Sleep. I have it. I haven't read it yet. I, I listened to it. Sorry. Okay. It's so good. Um, but yeah, and I, I put so much pressure on myself to do this as well because I thought it was like going to be so good for my business and my mental health and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, I like reading about like murders, like fictional <laughs> murders. I like to read about like fiction and yeah. so i also escape took that, from reality yeah. yeah and like go to bed and just like read something that's like not real and like not like i don't have to think about it yeah, i don't have yeah. to make notes or you know so i also like you're not highlighting at midnight in bed yeah and like then not getting not being Eight able to sleep yeah. um so that's like something else that i'm definitely like going to be bringing into like my narrative and like talking with my clients about is like not feeling the pressure to like have to do something just because like other people seem to be doing it like Fair, yeah. who's reading fictional books these days i don't see anybody per i personally i read a lot i don't read any fiction but that's because i personally enjoy like mm -hmm. i enjoy everything but i like see fiction for me i, I can get into it but i rather i'm the other side of it i like to read like psychology type stuff or oh, whatever cool. just like okay fair enough. but to your point a lot of people like you see people read so you feel like the pressure like oh i should read more and i do think reading is really important it helps you you know expand your vocabulary and become yeah. more articulate read other perspectives but it's almost like a social pressure where it's like oh they're reading these books they're really good books i should be reading these but if you can't get into something it's worse to try read something you don't enjoy than read something that is even if it's like nonsense it could be a, a coloring book for whatever who cares <laughs> like but if you're reading as long as you're reading what you enjoy, and if you're reading something you don't enjoy, put the book down. Like move mm -hmm. on to another book. You don't have to finish that book. Like mm -hmm. it's not like uh, people look at them as trophies kind of thing. So you want to just keep reading and keep collecting them. Yeah. It's like if you hit a wall and you're not into it, put it down. Like put it down. Yeah, start yeah. another one. Yeah. Yeah. I think those four. The adding that too, but I think the three things you said to jump back to your point. Like a lot of people are not. I'm not gonna generalize, but people don't put enough. Don't think put enough stock into like the mental aspect, like getting to sleep. I think sleep is super important. Like actually, like turning your phone off, not bringing it, like electronics, mm -hmm. watching TV at night, like getting eight quality hours of sleep. Meditating is really important. And I think a lot of people think of meditation as like I have to sit in a room with no noise or nothing and just meditate. There's so many different types of meditation now. Yeah. Like you can you can go for a walk and just if you're clearing your head or just thinking about something that's. 
I guess not by definition meditation, but technically it's like you're, you're meditating, right? You're yeah. in your own headspace and, and getting kind of clarity and all that stuff. So I think that's really important and people should be doing that a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. It's all and like, it always, it just comes back to like doing things that make you happy and like that make you feel good and not doing things just because like, as we talked about, like feeling the pressure from like society or from like social media. Like I always just bring it back to like, what makes you feel happy? What makes you feel mm -hmm. good? Like what brings you joy? And yeah, and just being able to explore that without having that pressure of doing something yeah. for the sake of it. That that what you just said, I think, is that thing that's honestly one thing I say a lot to myself is like, what brings you joy? And I like anything that I try to do. I, I, I don't know if it's from Atomic Habits. I feel like I've read that somewhere, and it's like if something doesn't bring you like happiness, don't do it just to do it. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, if someone asks me to do something now, I mean, unless it's a close friend or family, I'm like, okay, even if I don't want to do it, I'll do it. But if someone says, can you do this or do you want to do this or do I want to read this? If it doesn't bring me real, real like enjoyment. Like no chance. I won't do it at all. I'll say no. Should, should I hit her with the three Ricky, the three laws of Ricky, what? whatever we're gonna call them? My my three rules. Okay, by. I didn't know this is a thing, but sure. I mean, I just you know there's the three laws. Well, now, yeah. now I'm gonna make it's it. Three laws of Ricky, guys. The three rules here. <laughs> if it doesn't make me happy, better or richer, I'm not doing it. Wealthier, not richer. R wealthier, sorry. <laughs> Those are like my three laws. So I'm, I'm, I won't hang out with someone if it doesn't make me a better person. Doesn't make me happy. It doesn't make me. I won't do something that doesn't do one of these three mm -hmm. things. Because that I just, I found that, and once I really started thinking about that, I feel like it's changed my life. Because mm -hmm. everything I do has a purpose now. It's either I'm doing it to have fun and be happy, or I'm doing it to make myself a better person, or I'm doing it to, you know, make myself money or to do something I love doing. Whatever it is, it falls into one of those three categories. Yeah. It's such a simple concept, but people can't, like, it's so hard to change our routines and to change what we think we should be doing. Like a perfect, perfect example is when I was in university, I used to, uh, sorry, what'd you study in university? Finance. finance okay. Yeah. Um, did not, <laughs> did <laughs> not get a job in finance. <laughs> I actually, I was in finance. I did not enjoy it at all. I oh, I didn't learn. Anything. Weren't you in urban planning? I switched in oh. second year. I was in, I was at, we were both in the Western. Yeah. Uh, I took BMOS. So I was in the finance. I hated accounting. found it so boring. And even economics, I didn't really like. And I switched to geography urban planning geography yeah, yeah yeah i had this like vision of myself i was like i'm gonna get my finance degree i'm gonna make a lot of money be miserable for 10 years and then like relax with my finance degree <laughs> and none of that happened <laughs> thank god plan to go 180 turn for sure yeah but going back so i so in university i used to play rugby i used to practice but i also felt like i had to run every single morning. So I used to run five mornings a week at 6 a.m. It was gross. It was wow. so gross in Vancouver, which was like <laughs> always wet. And so I did this. Gross. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound appealing. <clears throat> no, I did it for four years. For four years, I did that. Including Sorry, you ran five days a week at 6 a.m. for four years straight. Yeah. Wow. What kind of like, what distance was it? Just like short runs, long five runs? 5Ks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so strongly that I had to do it. I thought I had to do it to stay fit. I thought I had to do it to like maintain my physique. And then as I graduated university, I continued to like do this running, not as often, but still quite maybe three days a week, including training five days a week. And I was hating it. Like I did not enjoy it at all. And then one day I was just like, you don't have to do this if it doesn't make you happy. Like you are not enjoying running. You are <laughs> Who would enjoy that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. some people have been... <laughs> There they are they who they are but and then so I just stopped I was like I'm just not gonna do this anymore like it's making me miserable and literally nothing changed my body stayed the exact same the only thing that changed was I was sleeping more and I was happier and it was such like a revelation to me I was like wow like 
for five years, I just did this thing that didn't make me happy just because I thought I had to. Yeah. And yeah, kind of really learned from that. Do you, do you run it all now or no? Is it like completely out of your life? I'll run like once a month. Yeah. I respect <laughs> that. I literally, that's like me. I, I run once a month, if that. Yeah. I love walking. I'm a big time walker. Oh, walking's great. I feel like yeah. I'm an old person I when I say do. that. But I walk everywhere. Like our, so I live probably like two kilometers from the studio. I walk here every time, unless George picks me up, like he did today. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. But yeah, I I walk everywhere. Like every Saturday night, if I don't have plans, and now with COVID, obviously a lot mm -hmm. of plans get canceled or changed. I'll just go for a walk down Lakeshore for like an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. I'll throw on like a good podcast, <laughs> audiobook, or some good playlist or some a new album that drops. And I'll just walk. Sometimes I'm just bobbing my head by myself down Lakeshore. It's the best. I was yeah. actually excited when I saw where you guys were. I was like, that's going to be a nice walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually a really nice day today, too. <laughs> uh, that's actually one thing. So uh, I set a goal at the beginning of this year, one of my goals for like 2020, which also I have a different theory on goals now, but we're not getting into that. Um, one of my goals is to walk more. And I actually, for the first like five months, I would run, but I wouldn't walk. I wouldn't go on any walks. Because mm. I, to that point, no, I thought- No, me and you went on walks. Not at the beginning of the year. Oh, so okay. I, because I like to run, so I used the Nike app, and I thought like I had to measure, if I use that app and I turn on, I have to go for a run. Mm -hmm. So I would run, I would run. like, And then there's days where I wouldn't go because I'm like, oh, I'm not going to run. I can't lock, I can't go for a walk and log these miles. It's kind of cheating. Mm -hmm. Then one day, like to your point, I was like, I'm like, wait, I, I said I wanted to walk more. And what, I, like, I'm not going because I'm, justifying it as I can't use this app and measure like this makes no sense yeah and I just one day went for a walk turned the app on I was like oh this is kind of nice and like just went and I was just started walking so I don't really know what's going with that point but I wanted to walk more this year oh that's where I was going that I've now like um I think a couple days a week I'll just go out which kind of ties to the point of like meditation for me it's like just getting out with like nothing and walking to me that's like kind of like almost like my meditation but mm -hmm. yeah I do it a lot more now I find that like that for me like is like how to get mentally clear and just be outside and yeah it's Nice. On a beautiful day, there's nothing, sorry, in my opinion, there's not much more things that are refreshing and good to clear your <clears> mind <throat> than a nice walk outside. Yeah. You just, it's so refreshing. The sun is out sometimes, even if the sun's not out, you're outside, you get some nice clean air, you're, you're moving, you're being active, your brain gets going too, you see so many different things, you think of so many different things. I, I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Big walker here. Yeah. <laughs> Big <Honestly>. walker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fair shout enough. out our moms. Yeah, we give them a shout out every episode, basically. But our moms are huge walkers too. So, like, has to George's point on the Nike app. George runs a lot, and then we'll just like watch our, our moms slowly climb up there because they do like five, seven k every single day, wow. and they slowly climb. I got up mad this. at my mom too. We did a hundred k challenge. She beat me. And she's like, yeah, I beat you this month. I was like, yeah, but you walk. She's like, so? There's no rules against walking. I was yeah, like, that's true. Fair <laughs> no enough. Rules, no rules. He's yeah. Own, yeah. Um, I want to rewind a little bit. So we, before we start talking about the mental aspect of working out, I think Georgie touched upon what a typical workout looks like or what do you normally teach mm. when you do these group classes? Oh, Are yeah. they high intensity training? Is it strength training? More cardio? A little mix of both? Mm-hmm. When I used to do the group classes, I don't do them anymore. I really uh, isolated myself. <laughs> I like took away all human contact. But I did group classes for a couple of years, and then I stopped. Um, I would say about a year ago, I stopped. And you did that under Born to Fit. Born to Sweat. Born to Sweat. Born to Sweat. Born to sweat. Um, it's okay. <laughs> so many names. Um, I did it. Yeah, I used to teach at Lululemon. They have like a gym in the yeah, attic. The attic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I used to teach there, um, and then I do classes outside as well. When you're in a group setting, I used I usually do like more full body workouts um, that incorporate like a mixture of strength and hit. Um, <clears throat> I liked my training style is very functional. Um, I like to use a lot of free weights. 
I like to use like a lot of dumbbells. Um, I like to do a lot of body weight movements. Um, so I, yeah, it would be like a mixture of like strength exercises. Say we're like mixing up like Bulgarian split squats or step ups or like push ups, things like that. And then we'd like incorporate like fast feed or burpees or like if we're outside, like sprints and things like that. Okay. Yeah. I just like, I, I don't know. I, my, I feel like I was put on this earth <laughs> to create workouts because I love creating oh, workouts. That. It's like my favorite thing to do. Really? Yeah. Is that your, that's your favorite of everything you do, like being a fitness entrepreneur. That's your favorite, like that's your favorite aspect of it? That is my favorite thing. I like, in the evening, I'll like sit down with my phone and I like have like a little weird smile on my (laughs) face because I'm like, I'm going to make my workout for tomorrow. And then I just like sit there and I think about it and I like type something in and then I like do something and I'm like, oh, that'd be good too. It's like my favorite thing in the world. You look at Beverly's notepad on her phone. It's just like a million different workouts. All workouts. All workouts. Yeah. What, okay. What's your favorite exercise to incorporate in a workout? There's one you can pick that's always like a staple. Oh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you know what exercise I've really started liking are dumbbell snatches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I find those hard about them? If you don't know how to do them properly, it's so easy to injure yourself. Yeah, your back. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like you watch these kids at like Good Life and no, actually no, disrespect to Good Life. <laughs> so much disrespect. disrespect. <laughs> I watch people do like snatches there, any any form of like clean jerk snatch, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching these people. I'm like, man, you're going to throw your back out any second now. Like Oof. you should not be doing this unsupervised or without somebody teaching you how to do this. But yeah. I don't want to get. I'm in a good mood. I'm not getting into good life <laughs> today. Into, don't get I'm not getting into good life today. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you work with them. If you partnered with them in the past, level. good. No, we're on the same page. Yeah, I've uh, me and good life. We don't get along. Yeah. Anyways, another question. What do you think is the most overrated workout? Like overrated exercise? Yeah, uh, sorry, yes, overrated exercise. Something that people do a lot that you think that they don't really need to or do it. That's an interesting mm. one. Yeah. I oh, good question. I would have to say kind of like any like. I, I know there's like value in it, but any sort of like isometric exercise, like I don't really like like lateral raises. I don't really like like bicep curls. I don't okay. like like movements like that. I was going to say bicep curls is probably like the most overrated. Yeah. My bicep curl is a chin up. Like that's how I yeah. train my See, bicep. Yeah, yeah. A chin up is a useful like workout. It does your back as well too. Yeah. Like bicep curls is literally all for show. <laughs> All for it's show. It's all for and show. It's so boring. Ricky's here workout. Mind you, I'm, I'm all about the show. I don't. I don't care how strong I am. I just want to look good. Okay, um, what's your personal favorite exercise? Not not to incorporate with your clients. It's like for you to personally do. Um, I love. Can I have two? Yeah. Okay. Can I have as many as you want. I love. <laughs> You're the guest. <laughs> I love doing pull-ups. Um, close grip, wide grip. Uh, not close. Like, like I guess front, like shoulder yeah. width. Um, I How love many can you do? I, my max is 10, wow, but now I can I do can. probably six to seven. Okay. Respectable. Cause I don't really train. Like I haven't been able to train them in so long. Um, you don't have a chin up bar in the house. Okay. So <laughs> hold <laughs> on, hold, hold on. on, pause Trust the episode. Me. Um, She's like, I'm about to hit you with a story here. There's two types of chin up bars. Okay. There's the type that you screw into the wall and you're like, and it's like, oh yeah, like doorway yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then there's the other kind that goes over the door, the frame. door frame. That's the I one I have. Both. I can't do either of those in my house. Really? Yeah. Wait, because what? if I screw it into the wall, my door won't close. And I used to have the other one where you put it over the door frame and it doesn't work for, I don't know what's wrong with my door, but it wouldn't fit over it. Really? Trust me. 
those things always scare me. I never had one. I always scared like I'm a pretty. I guess I'm like not big, but I'm kind of heavy. I'm always scared I'm gonna do it, thick. and it's gonna and it's gonna tear the thing that I'm no, terrified to do. No, they're pretty sturdy. So yeah. I bought one at Sport Check. They had this big sale about a year or two ago, and so I, I bought it for like thirty bucks. This was like a hundred dollar chin up bar. Wow. And it's, so I just I moved into my condo downtown about a year and a half ago now. And I have a powder room. So I'm like, hey, perfect. I'm just going to leave it there. Nobody uses a powder room. I'm always home alone anyways. So I put it in my powder room. And this is probably maybe one of the first weeks when COVID happened. I went down to my condo just to check in. I was living with my parents again just because they have a home gym. So I was like, you know, let me do some chin-ups. I, I, I can do wide grip, close grip, front, front reverse. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll get a little chin-up workout. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I started doing five, six. And I'm just hearing cracks. And I'm like... <gasps> Oh man, I'm like, I feel like my whole bathroom is just coming apart right now. I'm like, I gotta stop this. Did you take it down? Wait, I've never. So it's it's literally it's on the table in my den. It's like a sick chin bar. If you want it, you can have it. I got the lab, buddy. I don't. You even... got the lab. You're good. We, uh, so I actually like I yeah, good life. No, I'm not gonna disrespect them. No, I disrespect I good life. So because gyms haven't been open, I actually like went on Kijiji and started buying like fitness equipment. So at my at our we have an office in Etobicoke. We like started just putting like a squat rack and free weights whatever kettlebells mm -hmm. and all that stuff so um yeah it's the lab it's, it's, it's actually honestly it has everything that that we need like a lot of free weights stuff like that yeah. a lot of kettlebells yeah oh yeah. the best the the nothing excites me more than seeing like a bench and a few dumbbells that's literally what we have like it's a bench like it's essentially you can do all like compound exercises you can do squats yeah. chin up, yeah. squat rack uh, put like bench press and then yeah free weight stuff like the only that. thing you need yeah. to do is like actually put your squat rack like stabilize it not really. I don't know, man. We're so, like, when I feel like I feel like that thing's coming that down. When I'm, chin, oh, yeah, when I'm doing chin-ups, I'm like, that moves. thing's coming yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, maybe it's you're good. just not meant to do chin-ups. No. Honestly, yeah. maybe, <laughs> apparently, I'm not. Apparently. I hate It's actually probably my least favorite exercise. Oh. Chin-ups, but the one thing I do that someone once told me, an old friend of mine that's in really good shape, he like I've always hated them, and he and I was always terrible at them. He goes, "What's your, like, when, you, when I told him this, he's like, well, whatever your worst exercise is, the one you hate the most, you should do the most. Yep. That's like you should do it because you get over that and you get obviously better at it. I honestly still do the same amount of chin-ups today as I could back then. So it hasn't really worked. But well, Funny story about chin-ups. <laughs> when I was 13 years old on my hockey team, we had a fitness assessment. And I was like pretty skinny. I wasn't fit by any means, but I wasn't, you know, not fit. So I was, it was, was me. It was, so we did chin-ups and everyone's doing like, you know, seven, eight, ten. One guy did like 20. And we're doing close grip, like, um, this way, yeah, the reverse, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Just regular, the normal chin-ups. I couldn't do a single one. It was me and this guy named David Jackson. I don't even know what he's doing in his life right now, but Dave, me and wow. David, Jack, he was a, David Jackson. Yeah, he was a thicker He was a thicker <laughs> boy, like the thickest boy on the team. And me. Or you say he's thick to be like, is it a big dude? Like, no, he was fat. Like, I was trying to be polite. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. So he's, a, he's a thicker curious. dude, right? I don't know what he's up to. I'm sorry, David. If Maybe you're fit now. He's I don't know. He's watching this. Like, I mean, you never crying. know, right? Like, that would be so bad. So me and David Jackson were the only two kids on the entire team that couldn't do a chin-up. So that night I went home and I'm like, Mom, I need a chin-up bar. Like, you need oh, to buy me one. Yeah. So she went to Canadian Tire the next day and bought the one where it's just it's that straight bar that screws mm -hmm. into the wall. And we put it in our basement and um, on the door to the furnace room because like nobody ever touched that door. So again, you would leave it a slightly ajar because it, the door couldn't close. And every single night I would go down there and I'd do chin-ups because I was so embarrassed that I couldn't do a single freaking chin-up. By the end of the year, I could do like 25. Really? Yeah, I yeah. killed it. Yeah, now he's laughing, David Jackson. <laughs> Fuck you, yeah, that's David Jackson. Wait, why are you laughing? He couldn't do chin-ups either. <laughs> that was my story. Yeah, me and David Jackson. No, that's awesome. And like, okay, so I get that a lot from a lot of like, I get a lot of DMs from girls being like, how do I do a chin-up? How do I do a pull-up? How can you do so many? And like, 
it's funny um same as you i just made it a goal like i was like i want to do 10 pull-ups that was my goal and that was when i was still living in vancouver so it was like 2014 and i actually found this training program that i had been following it was the only one i've ever done that wasn't my own workouts but i'd followed it for a while and i can see um on every single workout i had written plus five pull-ups or like plus something for every single workout and so yeah every single day I worked on it I did like eccentric pull-ups I did like hangs I did like just regular pull-ups banded pull-ups whatever it was but I always worked on them and then yeah I got from like one like half to like 10 in a year wow yeah. The, the way I, I yeah the way I started doing it is I'd have to jump to do one so I'd jump pull myself up and I would do 50 like that I would start on the floor jump pull myself up go back down jump pull myself up then okay maybe not jump just start on my tippy toes and give myself a little like calf raise push and that's how I started doing. By the end, I was doing like 25 or something. Mm -hmm. Now you're jacked. I, um, I was last year. I should have done more chin-ups, I, I was guess. I was jacked last year. Um, I want to... Um, are you done on this? Go yeah, I'm going to switch over to the retreats because that's a completely different side. Uh, tell us about the retreats. Where have you gone? What made you think of this idea? Yeah, so we... I run this with a friend. Her name's Veronica. She lives in Vancouver now, but... Shout out, Veronica. Shout out, Veronica. Shout out... <laughs> um she was one of the few people i would like train because she was a friend of mine and she just wanted someone to like so you were her. a personal trainer it was like a friend helping a friend <laughs> okay, let's call okay. it that um so and we every time we talked she's in the travel industry every time we would hang out i was like oh, all i want to do is like work out and travel and she's like all i want to do is like travel <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, so we were like, we talked about it for like a full year. We talked about it all 2017. And then in 2018, we were like, so she works for a hotel company in Mexico. In oh, wow. 2018, we we're like, okay, hey, like, let's plan this. So we talked about it all 2017, like came up with the idea. All 2018, we actually started building it um, in terms of like where, we, like where we would be hosting it, what the itinerary would look like, what like the pricing would be, where we would host like the website, like all, everything. It took us a full year. And then in 2019, we ran our first one in um, Playa del Carmen. No, Ooh, nice. that's not right. <laughs> I can't remember where we ran it. Somewhere in Mexico. Somewhere in Mexico. It was like at this beautiful eco resort. It was so good. It was probably like one of the best experiences and one of like the greatest successes in my business like to date. It was such, such a good experience. And it was so good that when we came back, we were like, let's run another one. So then we ran another one that year, last year in November. And again, such a good experience, <clears throat> beautiful people. Like everyone became such good friends and just like gorgeous, like location. And then we were, we went big. We were like, let's do three for 2020. What could go wrong? <laughs> Three Boom. for 2020. Um, so we had two planned in Cancun and one in Costa Rica. We were literally two days from leaving and then COVID shut everything down. That's the weekend that the NBA got canceled. That's yeah. when you knew. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's it was mean. serious. Yeah. So Jeez. I was supposed to fly out, I think, on the 14th. And on the 12th, we had to cancel the whole retreat. Um, How many people were on this retreat? 10 okay yeah it, it was so heartbreaking we had put so much work into it we didn't know what to do like i had paid we had paid so much money to the hotels and like 
they're they're not doing great like they're not giving back your money they're giving you a credit right and i completely understand that that's like how it was across the entire travel industry at the time um but yeah it was extremely stressful and so we had these three retreats planned we had to tell everybody we had to refund a ton of money um so it was just like really tough to kind of like deal with that but i also knew that at the same time like in terms of like what other people were going through and what other businesses were going through it wasn't as bad as like i like as it could be and then we talked about it like all this year and then we decided you know what let's run local retreats so in canada because there's no restrictions to travel within canada or at least there wasn't in the summer so then we put together something called camp sweat away and that's why i was in vancouver this summer so we ran two back-to-back like weekend retreats it was like all camping vibes we went like we went for hikes we like did tie-dye we like played board games it was so cool it was so cool and like all these people came from just like from all over canada like from like manitoba from vancouver from calgary from toronto to come to like this huge log cabin in the middle of nowhere in bc it was yeah it was awesome very cool and and, sorry the other two that you had three booked the other two um when were they scheduled for was it going to be march may and then i would be in like costa rica right now wow yeah so you have to cancel all of these but all of them so what i was gonna ask someone on that on that vein of I'm going to go into log cabins. Oh, okay. So. I'll, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna. So the, these retreats that you did, I guess, this summer yeah. in, in BC, again, how many people? And the thing I love about these retreats is it's about community. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about each one of you pushing each other, being together, making those friendships that are based off health and, and wellness. Because mm-hmm. like you said earlier, it's tough to work out by yourself if, if that's not your routine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough to wake up at 6 a.m. and... and workout when you're 50 pounds overweight oh, yeah. and your kids are yelling you had a bad sleep because your partner was sick last night yeah who the hell's gonna want to get up but if you know jenny is from ottawa and she's gonna be there and michael from victoria bc is gonna meet you online and oh you remember georgie georgie's gonna be there for sure because this mm. man's trying to lose some pound lbs too like <laughs> it just fires you up right you get yeah it was so cool. Like the like as soon as everyone arrived on the first day, we we looked at each other. We're like, this is gonna be good. And like on the fifth day, like it was three full days and then the arrival and departure day, so five days kind of. On the last like night, like the girls were like braiding each other's hair. They were like making friendship bracelets. They had just gone through a like a weekend of like really hardcore workouts, but then also like eating delicious food and like picking flowers and like going for walks together. Like it was so cool and yeah it was just like awesome that we could pivot like that and like still run a retreat but just like in Canada and I think moving forward that might be the way that it is gonna have to be for the next little while because just as the way things are going like I don't foresee any retreats Mm-hmm. like international retreats being planned but canada has so many beautiful places you oh, know sure. like so many like we're thinking like going up north like how cool would that be yeah like what are you talking like north like northwest territories north yeah like, damn that would be do sick. it that would be sick yeah just do it just gorgeous places in canada None of so honestly <sighs> would you ever go up there i would for uh, sure i think i would if we did like a nice like i would want to go snowshoeing i want to go uh bobsledding I'd want to I don't do think you can bobsled in none of it. They need a bobsled track, which would be like Vancouver. I would guess. Not bobsled, dog sled. Dog sled, yes. Dog sled. Yeah. Lots of dog sled. Did I say bobsled? You said bobsled, right? 
I think he said so. Bob. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I meant Bob. I was, then I thought I was what? going crazy. <laughs> one of those um, mornings. What's uh? What's one like key takeaway you learned from this whole experience of whether it's from just can't the, the ones that got canceled or playing in this one? Like, what's one thing you've learned that you didn't, I guess, didn't expect to learn from all this? Uh, what's one thing I learned? Um. Oh, there's so many things I learned. Like patience like just learning to be patient like knowing you have literally thousands of dollars paid to a hotel that you're not using and just being like okay i'll just have to be patient and like figure out like when i can get that money back or like run a retreat i learned that there's always an option like you can always pivot you can always like do something else and that's what we did with the camp sweat away um that you're like not that just name to camp sweat away it's cute eh? yeah it is yeah um the retreat is called ultimate sweat away okay um so this is yeah like the camp sweat version away, camp sweat sweat away. Away. that's kind of yeah. cool actually yeah so and then yeah i just learned <clears throat> that there's always like an option for you it doesn't have to be a dead end it doesn't have to be like that's the end of your business that's the end of like 2020 that's the end of this or whatever like there's always something that you can do to pivot and to to find another opportunity in what you're given mm-hmm. and so yeah i learned a lot yeah there's a there's an i guess just in general there's like there's always a million reasons for a reason not to do something not to continue not to just persevere and move on all you need to do is find one reason or one person that you're like you're impacting in a positive way and just anchor to that and say, you know what, whatever, make the best of it and just keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the number of people, like our first retreat sold out in like 24 hours. Wow. Like crazy. And when we realized that, we're like, there is something here. Like there is a big need. People want to travel, even if it is within Canada. People want to like meet other people. People want to work out. And like do it somewhere else. They want a different experience. So it was really exciting to see like how well received it was. And it's we're excited to start planning for next year as well. Very cool. Yeah. If you could do any place in the world, do a retreat. So maybe it's Costa Rica or wherever you had planned, but you can pick one place that's like your big like like the uh, ultimate sweat away. The ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate, ultimate sweat away. Where one place, where would you go? Um or would you just because it? I love this country so much, it would be really cool to have a retreat there. Sri Lanka. Oh, sick. Have you been? Yeah. Have I you? Love, no, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, Sri Lanka's sick. Isn't that where you did that big party thing? No, that India. What, what party thing? The one where you had the white suit? That's holy. That was India. That was India? That was mm. India, yeah. Sri Lanka. I went from India. I spent a month in India. Then I went down to Sri Lanka. Right, yeah. And actually, uh, I was fortunate. One of... Uh, one of like our employees, a longtime employee of our of our company, uh, and like a good family friend, he's Sri Lankan, so he actually came and meet me, met me there, and like so I spent some time in the south, mm-hmm. uh, like Waligama and those areas, yeah. I did some surfing yeah. and all that. But then when he came, he's from the north, like Jaffna, which is not a lot of tourists go up to Jaffna. No. I was like the only white dude there, but he took me around for like a week. I, honestly, I did not expect it to be the way it was. It feels kind of like Bali, like very tropical. Yeah, yeah. very cool. The reason. I sorry it's kind of a segue the reason I found out about how cool Sri Lanka was is because I was in New York for like a bachelorette party or something and then I was coming back and flying into Porter Mm -hmm. and our flight was delayed for like three hours and I just started talking to this random girl in the flight like I was just like standing being like Porter am I right (laughs) (laughs) That's so it's funny because like, everybody that's thinks what you that. Would do, it's like oh, that yeah, awkward, fuck, fuck Porter. It's that awkward conversation <laughs> where you're like, 
Terrible, eh? Like just trying to make conversations. <laughs> that was a great impersonation. I mean, you're obviously doing up what you did, but that was really, really good. That's one of those moments, eh? That's a good one. Gosh, typical porter. <laughs> Continue, continue. Um, so we were just chatting. Um, she had been, she was telling me she had been traveling or something, and or she was from Sri Lanka, but she was going to school in New York. And I was like, Sri Lanka, huh? And she's like, Have you been? And I was like, No, like I just thought it would be kind of like India. And she's like, Showing me these photos on her phone, and I was like. Oh, I have to go to this place. And so the next day, or next day, the next day I went. <laughs> no, the next year we got to go. And yeah, like had I not met this girl on that had flight. Had Porter been reliable. Had Porter been reliable. <laughs> had Porter been reliable. <laughs> you would have never Porter, been. Porter, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's well, what we've what all had. Those, that. That's the Yeah, we've all had those moments. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. But it, yeah, she just showed me and so beautiful. And I was like, wow, like I have to see this country for myself. And yeah, like they call it the pearl of the Indian Ocean. Oh, I didn't know that. And it is. Yeah, it's beautiful. So beautiful. I th- I thought the same thing. I literally thought it was gonna be like India. So like, yeah. And I actually want to see really like India. It's one of my favorite places mm-hmm. that I've been. But when I I was like, oh, they're gonna be the same. But then I landed in Sri Lanka. I'm like, this is like this is nice. Like it's tropical, very like chill, laid back. Like, they're very so cool friendly place. there. Very. Yeah. Where yeah. where were you? Did you what language do they speak? Sorry. Oh. Uh, Tamil. No. Yeah. Is that, I think is that so. a language? I think you're I right. It's... Yeah. <clears throat> there's the tam- so like the cultures there is I think it's Singalese and Tamil but I I, th- I could be saying this wrong I'm not sure but I think that's the two languages I think there's three I'm cultures. sure Anyways. someone in the YouTube someone will yeah like, someone so will correct that Vishal, Vishal fact check that yeah. <laughs> one of our buddies like literally fact checks everything we say oh, really? yeah. and he'll text us because sometimes he'll get behind on the episodes so he'll text us three weeks later and be like oh yeah George was right and yeah like, and I'm like yeah we're what? like I'm like context oh yeah yeah no but Ricky made that point too so you guys are like, technically you're both right I'm like, I'm like Vishal, what, what, are you, what, what are you talking what, about give us a reference point in the episode <laughs> what episode are you even talking about <laughs> Oh, love you, man. Vishal. When, um, when you get to this part in the episode, love you, buddy. And yeah. Uh, do you think you would, would you ever set it as a goal? Is it like a realistic thing at where all things considered, like no one's traveling for a while, but mm. you've done a few now. Would you feel comfortable planning one, let's say like that far away, like Sri Lanka, or is it a oh, big undertaking? God, no, no, not anytime soon. Okay. This would have to be like in a few years from now, for sure. Um, we like, we're kind of, expanding our horizons by just doing Costa Rica Mm -hmm. like because when we do it in Mexico we have everything set up for us because we have that hotel hookup and like the relationships there and we know like the staff there at least Veronica does so we have like it's very secure and like everything's kind of set up but with Costa Rica we had to like start from scratch and same with the camp sweat away like we had to find a caterer we had to find the cabin we had to find all these like activities and like bring weights over and all this stuff so it doing it like outside of those locations in Mexico is a lot larger lot larger of an undertaking okay. than like than the Mexico version. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, you don't even think about it. Would you like buy, you have to buy all the weights out there? Or do you rent them? Over in Mexico, you can probably get them from hotels. I'm yeah, assuming. we took yeah. them from the hotels, but that's what we were trying to figure out for Costa Rica. We we're like, do we go to yoga studios? Do we go to a oh, CrossFit fair. gym and like bring, like we were figuring well, even the camp out. sweat away. So that we, I'm I have saying, a, you can't ship weights. It's so expensive. Very expensive. Well, shout out to Mike Dirkley. Mike Dirkley <laughs> bought massive kettlebells from Ana. Those things are oh, from so, Ana? Sh- yeah. So I have a partnership with GoZone. GoZone is like the fitness supplier of Walmart. Oh, wow. And so I just asked them, I was like, can we get equipment? And they were like, yeah, sure. And they like shipped it from China. We had all these dumbbells and stuff. So 
they shipped it. Shout out Gozo. Shout out Gozo. Shout out Gozo. Hit us up. We need some weights too. Yeah. Hit us up. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. No, but it was, and then we, my friend, or Veronica, had this huge Honda Pilot. We like loaded everything in there, like all the weights, all the balls, steps, bands, things like that. Um, like obviously you have limited equipment, but mm-hmm. then to me that's exciting because I'm like, how do I like make a workout with limited equipment? So it, it all worked out in the end. Beverly pulls out phone. Seriously typing away. Yeah, I'm like, okay, we have six dumbbells of this weight. We have four bands. We have 18 people. Four bands. Six weights. Like you know, like when people like are like whiteboarding. Like no, you know the hangover. No, in hangover when he's like he's doing the counting cards and it's like all the equations like floating in the air. That's That's what Beverly sees. Okay, okay. eight stations. Each station, one band. Solving like the Pythagorean theorem. I'm actually like doing math. I'm like 30 seconds plus a 15 second rest. Times four times four times. You lost, like, me. You lost me at 30 seconds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too much math for me right now. <laughs> that's, uh, but actually to your point, that's, uh, that is true. Like when you have less stuff, you have to get more creative and it mm-hmm. makes it fun, right? Like if you have like everything at your disposal, I'm sure it's still fun. Like you can kind of pick each what you want, but when you have to really come up with new things, you really have to get innovative and it kind of makes it more fun for like, I guess for yourself, but also for the people doing it. Right. Cause yeah. kind of thinking outside the box. Yeah. Yeah, no, when, uh, to that point, when uh, COVID first happened, I moved back into my parents' house because they have a home gym. And I'm a gym snob, like huge gym snob. Like, I need to work out. I need to work (laughs) out. Wait, where do you work out normally? Lifetime Fitness in Vaughn. Oh, okay. So it's like one of the- Do you live downtown? uh, Yeah, but I work in Brampton, so like I usually kind of on my drive home. And then I also have an LA Fitness for near my office and- Brittany's everything. Spends five hours at the gym. I'm like a like I I go and enjoy myself there. So I stretch for 20 minutes, cardio for 40, weights for maybe 30 minutes an hour, shower, steam. Like I'm there for a good three hours or five. I want to make fun of him, but he is fit, so the results are speak themselves. But I think that's the biggest waste of time. No, that much time. I love it. Like to me, that's like my zen time. You know, I go there and you know, it's my my getaway. So I like to have a a nice gym membership. When COVID happened, all the gyms get shut down. I go to my parents' house because they have. A respectable home gym, a very, very respectable home gym. They have, like, <laughs> yeah, they have a cable no, system. No, it's true. It, it, they yeah. have, um, wow. what's it called? The Electrical? Iron Planet. Iron Planet Fit. No, it's um, Iron whatever. Planet. They have, they have this nice cable. Like system. It's thing, a legit like the one. Cable flies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a legit yeah. cable system. They have an elliptical and a. And a Shout vintage out treadmill. Lane, the vintage treadmill. Yo, can I take that thing? I need one for the lab. No, Is they it need it, and you can't run on it. Oh, it skips. It. Yeah. So they and then they have free weights from I think five pounds to fifteen or something. Or okay. Whatever. And we have a little bench. And that's basically it. So when I first started working out there, I was like, kill me. This is terrible. This is actually terrible. Then a week goes by and I'm like, hey, nobody has anything. So technically, I'm way ahead of everybody else. And we were walking a lot, trying to run and stuff. So then it's like, okay, you know, I've got this cable system. The book that they give you for the cable with the exercises are just all (laughs) terrible and basic. Like, I just hated them all. So I was like, you know what, that's it. We're going to come up with different things. I started doing these exercises. I don't even know what they're really called. And I'm trying to Google them. I just made my own you name. You invented your own exercises? I just made, no, I know they're real exercises, but I just didn't know what they're called. So <laughs> I just make my own names for them. Yeah. And now like we know there's one exercise. It's where like snatch, where you get arm well, pull like you, throw. No, you grab, the, it's for chest. So you grab the, the um, a handle and you kind of just bring it in like this and okay. you contract your chest. And I just call it close the door. So I don't know what it's actually called. <laughs> you contract and, your chest? It's so your when you, front so delt, no? No, so you're holding, you're holding the, the, um, the handle here. So you pull, oh. you pull, so it's attached to your, your elbows attached to your ribs, I guess, and then you close. You. I feel that's like a that's, rotator that's cuff. Rotator like, cuff yeah. It's right in here. Huh. It's the it's the muscle that your chest to your shoulder. <laughs> well, I know it's your pec, but it's like one of the parts of your pecs. I don't know. So whatever, we call it the close the door, and that's how we, okay. that's what we call it now. Okay. 
I, yeah, uh, so we again getting creative with these random exercises. Now I've loved planks. I, I'm terrible at them, but I love doing them. Yeah. Because yeah. again, that's the most home basic thing you can do for your core, and it's probably one of the better core exercises you can do. Yeah, for sure. Actually, no, is it? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not qualified to say that. <laughs> no. I think it's one of the best, but I'm not qualified at all. You're correct. That like yes. a dead bug, like any dead sort bug's of my like. Favorite, were we favorite. just talking about this? Last I week? think I showed you dead. Did I show you dead? No, my one of my trainers. I think it's so yeah. sorry because we cut you off. No, it's okay. There. It's okay. We were just talking. I'm trying about to dead say bugs. about dead bugs. I think it's one of the most <laughs> yeah. underrated and one of the toughest like ab workouts. Everyone's like, oh, it's so easy. It's like you're not doing a pro. If you think dead bugs are easy, you're not doing it's a pro. Really hard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you can make them harder. Like, do you do with like a stability ball? No. no. Oh, you should do that. So it's like you're Jeez. in the dead bug position, but then the hand and the <laughs> knee that doesn't move are like holding the stability ball between. Like you're squeezing and like creating like tension. So it like just creates more tension oh, within your core. Yeah, yeah, I'm shit at dead bugs, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hang off on the hang off on that one. Yeah, I'm gonna hang off on you that. Try it. <laughs> I I'll, I'll I'll do it. You know, yeah. my honestly, the, my favorite, oh, actually, my least favorite ab exercise, but has become my favorite as a result of boxing is ab wheels. Oh, they are so. I used to my coach, my trainer used to maybe do like a hundred in a session. I like doing twenty of them. You want to die, but honestly, do you do them on your knees or standing? Stand, stand. I'm like, I'd, I'd be jacked if I was doing uh -huh. standing. I was gonna say, I'm like, that's insane. <laughs> are you crazy? I can do like one standing. No, I can do. No, I don't even think I can do that. I can do one. No, I'm yeah, kneeling. Yeah. yeah, that's a really hard exercise, yeah, and yeah. it's a really easy one to do wrong. Because like, you don't really have to keep your core completely engaged. engaged. Your back will get messed yeah. up too, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I got really excited. Well, not really excited, but when um, when they were like, okay, gyms are shutting, you have to stay at home. And everyone's like, what do we do? <laughs> I pulled out my phone. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. <laughs> Workout number one, like a hundred later, just still typing away. I actually got really excited though, because you get so used to having like everything at your disposal. Pull-up bars, barbells, like plates, dumbbells, kettlebells, every weight. And just like going back to like minimal equipment was like for me rather exciting because I was like, this is an opportunity to like be creative, like do more bodyweight exercises, learn how to use like 215s or 220s and make them like feel like mm -hmm. 240s or something. Um, so I just looked at it like everyone was really worried and freaking out at the time. And like, yes, of course, like it sucks. And like, you're not going to be able to like maintain your results as well as you'd want to. But it's also like, like I said about like Camp Sweataway, like it was like, it's an opportunity to like flip it and like yeah. pivot and like try something different and train a different way. But yeah, I don't know. One of the things I should add that one thing that I thought would have been like a really a, a good positive in the summer despite all the lockdowns and all that for like the, the health and fitness type s space in general yeah. is Toronto I think in the last few years built a lot of outdoor like park gym type things but when when COVID like first hit people just assume like you're not supposed to everything you touch in contact so they shut all parks down and stuff mm -hmm. like that so like in the summer people I I I live near uh, in Mimico so like along the Lakeshore Trail there's, I think there's two or three different ones like they were roped off no one could work out and the reason I thought of this is because I, I was walking a lot outside not working out. But in the summer, they, I'm not, like doing that, I think, was like a disservice. To people. That would have been a good opportunity for people to get outside, work out, like a lot of body weight stuff. But that would have been like kind of something where people can get out and like kind of just like be around people in a safe way and, and kind of let loosen and burn off that steam. But they shut up, they, they blocked them all, which I thought was kind of like a... Those workouts are calisthenics, right? Yeah. Is that what yeah. it is? Oh, I think yeah. that's what they're called. Because they, New, New York made them really popular. Like mm -hmm. those like outdoor jungle gym <laughs> workouts. Some jack, yeah, jack bars, like yeah. dip bars, things like that. And they literally came from nothing. It was just like extra pipeline around yeah. New York, and they just made these little calisthenics. I gym. saw it when I was at what? No, it was when was it? I, I think I was walking. To the, there was pa like yeah, packed same. people all over. Yeah, 
we have like a one of those parks really close to where I live and it would be wrapped in like the yeah. caution tape and then the next day like someone would have like pushed it all off and we're doing like pull-ups and like dips and stuff and then I'd go back the next day and it was like all wrapped up again and they just kept wrapping over it over and over over and yeah. over and over that's when they, I wish like I wish they I mean I'm not a dog I don't know if it, what, it was for the right reason or wrong whatever if they, they made the right decision I don't don't know but it would have been good to have in the summer because I think more people would have got out and worked out more because yeah. I think a lot of people really like suffered in not having the ability um, and even trying to buy stuff for the longest time when I was trying to put stuff at our, our gym. Like you could not find no. anything. No, and do you see how expensive things were too? Like now you can buy weights at a reasonable price. In, in April, May, to try and find, buy like a 15-pound dumbbell was 50 bucks. Yeah. It's like it's a, yeah. it's a kind of industry standard. It's a buck a pound. Yeah. Plus yeah. shipping. Shipping yeah. we know is expensive, but it's a buck a pound. $50 for a single 15-pound dumbbell? Because my mom was like, oh, is this a good price? I was like, oh, for a pair, it's not bad, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. 30, 30 pounds <laughs> for the two. It's like, no, it's each. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. they were No, that's terrible. People. Did you see on like Facebook Marketplace and Kijiji that people were building like squat racks out of wood? Yeah. I looked at this and they were charging like they were charging a lot they of money. Sick too, though. Like, but like, I, I was looking at this. I'm like, how reliable is this thing? Like, people like that's how limited supply was. I saw things made of wood. And then wood went in limited supply. Wood's in limited supply apparently. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like like lumber to build yeah. stuff. Yeah. Lumber's in limited supply. Like right now. I don't know about right now, but a couple months ago, like this summer it was. Oh, because everyone was going to Home Depot to do Building DIY decks, stuff. Yeah, yeah, decks and sheds and stuff. Decks had a, prol- decks had a year this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask. <laughs> big year we, for decks. Yeah, yeah, big, year, <laughs> big year for decks. We were talking about, we mentioned COVID earlier. I, I want to ask this because a lot of your business is online. Aside from the getaway and the retreats, did COVID really affect your business? And if so, how? In a positive way, it affected my business for That's sure. That's good to hear. That makes me happy. For sure, yeah. So that sounded so sarcastic. I was being dead serious. No, I, I believe you. That Thank sounded you. like I was like, oh, it makes me happy. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> so in two ways, it was really good for me. I think a lot of brands started to realize like everybody was on their phones, everyone was on mm-hmm. social media. So I started getting a lot more brand partnerships, um, which was great. I was doing a lot of free online instagram workouts so i would go live five days a week on instagram and for about three or four weeks i was doing live videos for everyone and then i came out with like one of my challenges after that and like all the people who had been doing my free lives bought the challenge and it was so good that i was like okay i'll do another one right after and like all those same people who had bought that challenge bought my second one plus like 100 people more and then by this point we were at like it was starting to get really warm. It was really nice out. So I created one final challenge. It was called the Elite Summer Shred. It was like very... Um, you just got the names, eh? There's a special notepad. Elite's a a strong special, a special, Elite is a strong word. Too. She's got like in the notepad. Okay, workout number 177 right below it. Names for future classes and stuff. Yeah, that's literally how I do it. I just like come up with words. It was it was a sick program. It was all like sprinting, stairs, plyometrics, running. Like it was awesome. And yeah, it was so good because everyone was like getting outside. There was like five workouts a week, two strength and the the other three were outdoor workouts and yeah everyone was like getting outside like working out on the stairs like doing stair workouts with which they had like never done before doing like plyometric bounding and like all these like very all these movements that i learned when i played rugby and so that was like super fun so it was just really cool to watch like all the people like keep signing up for these challenges and then like keep getting more Mm -hmm. because like people were like oh like these challenges are working like the results like people were seeing like insane results and I was showing it on social media and yeah so for me like it sounds bad but like the COVID and the quarantine like really 
push yeah. my business further. Well, I don't think I, to, I don't think it sounds bad to be honest. I think that it's also like yeah, okay, obviously you're benefiting at times with other yeah, than, but at the same yeah. time is like you're not just sitting around saying, Oh, cool, give me your money and do this. Like you're going out and working and, and doing something. And you're also like you're creating, I guess, positive energy, not doing something that's like it's not like a negative like or net loss. Like you're taking yeah. away from something, you're providing something like healthy to people, right? So I think I think it's good that your your business grew. But at the end of the day, a lot of the fitness industry is online. Mm-hmm. Now, like if now, the, yeah. almost I think all almost Everybody. all of it is now, everything yeah. is right. It's that's how you were just ahead of the game, so you got yeah. to benefit from being ahead of the game. And when you were making those 400 view videos in 2017, I bet you didn't think that you'd be benefiting from a global pandemic, right? But right? that's because yeah. you you were doing those things. So it's to that point of you know the early bird gets the worm kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I have. Uh, I had two questions. I forgot one of them now, but in regards to the names, we're joking about these names you come up with. What's the worst name you've come up with? Is there one that's like really- Sweat is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Eh? Is there one that you like, you've like written down you're like- No, 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 no. Like the you one just that... throw in a bunch of ideas. You're like, okay, hey, can't use this, can't use that. What I do when I come up with the names, I have like a list of like like powerful words. Oh, that's good. Um, okay. And then I have another list. Ultimate synonyms. <laughs> Basically. Elite. Powerful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have I have several businesses and I always try to like incorporate the word sweat because I'm very sweaty. And like I know everyone's like, everyone's always like, I'm sweaty too. I'm like, shut up. I'm really sweaty. Like beyond. Listen. <laughs> Listen, I sweat. you don't know what bum sweat is, okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, let me tell you, lady. Oh, okay, I'll be a little too far here. <laughs> yeah. So, no, what I do is, like, I have, like, a list of, like, yeah, those words. And then I have, like, a list of, like, uh, I, yeah, I guess, like, verbs or, yeah. like, an adjective and a verb or something like that. And then okay. I just kind of, like, combine. And, like, I think about it for, like, a week. And then one day it just kind of, like, comes to me. And it all kind of I clicks. feel like you've got, like, 30 websites all ready to rock and roll with different powerful getaway retreat super sweaty retreat like, so, yeah no i like pretty much super sweaty elite retreat <laughs> i'm copywriting <laughs> that you heard it getaway no no Can't no, no, no. i want to buy okay, it that's, that's that's my gift to you <laughs> yeah no so that's kind of like how i come up with it it's actually really good. i really like that that's a good idea super sweaty elite, elite retreat, retreat. It's pretty catchy. It's pretty good. It's kind of long. Would you, can you You're imagine welcome. if you saw it like, <laughs> yeah. next year? Just like in sh- super sweaty early retreat, Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I would you go would on that. If you book. do that, I will go. Okay. I, I promise. If you have to name it that. If you don't name it that, I'm not going. Okay, okay, okay. Deal. Awesome. <laughs> um, what was the second I question? can't remember. It was like something on that vein anyways. I like, it might come to me. I can't remember now. <laughs> I was something loud. I was going to make a joke about something, but anyways, I can't remember. Um, Oh, oh the remember. worst name. The worst names that I've ever come up with. I think the worst name I ever came up with, though, I didn't like Sweaty and Fit. Okay. But what I mentioned earlier, like yeah, yeah. I was not, like I ha- had that name for so long and I was like, it just it's just like two random words that don't like yeah. fit. They don't inspire. Um, that was like my least favorite. Okay. Fair. Yeah. I remember my question. Okay, I got oh. one too. Um, so you're mentioning like your partnerships and all that stuff and, and one of the things my question too. I was going to ask, I don't want to ask who your favorite one is because I don't know if that's a fair question. I was going to ask that. What's one that you were like just, I guess surprised or really excited that you had the opportunity to be something you never thought you would have the opportunity or sorry, a company you never thought you maybe have the opportunity to partner with like at this point in your career, I guess. Is there um, one that sticks out? That's a good question. I feel like some, I feel like if I looked at my life now when I was like in 2014, 2015 and I 
knew all the companies I worked with now, I would be like astounded. I'd be like, wow, Beverly, like you've done so well for yourself. Mm. And I like thinking about it like that because I feel like I get to this point where I almost like take for granted, like the partnerships that I have and like the companies that I get to work with. Um, so I was like, I always like to kind of like think back to like how much I've grown in that time. But I would say like, I, I like I got to work with Hudson's Bay, which I thought was really cool. Like they are such a big like Canadian company that like that was awesome for me to like have that opportunity. Yeah, that's a cool one, yeah. Um, I got to like I I got to work with like Reebok on like some stuff, and like they were really fun to work with because they literally were like, "Here are some clothes, do what you want, like just go with it." Whereas a lot of brands have a lot of different guidelines. Like you really have to say like a certain message. You have to um, make sure you have like not this certain color in one of your photos. Like I've gotten such crazy oh, wow. like requests. Um, but yeah, like I like brands that they're just like, this is the like go zone, the equipment company. They're like, this is the workout <laughs> stuff that you're getting. Go for it. Like do whatever you want. Have fun. Have fun. That'd be creative. And I did. And <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that. like I like working with brands like that. But like I just feel so lucky to be working with like any of these brands. Like I work with like Kettle One. Like that's cool. Sick. Like cool. Heineken. Like just like all these huge brands that are just yeah. like they're awesome. There's yeah, I think all of them are great. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Do you know you remember what you were No, gonna I was going to ask about what your favorite partnership was. Oh, that's what I was literally going to ask. Aligned. Um, <laughs> are you a? I see Puma, but are you Puma, Nike, Reebok, Adidas. Like, what's your go-to? Do you have one that you prefer? Um, I rock only Puma sneakers wow. for streetwear. Those and are very cool sneakers. I will say, I'm not. Those not, the Rihanna ones. No, 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 no. I have a really good relationship with Puma. They send me about like a new pair of sneakers about once a month. It's crazy. So wow. I have a lot Respect. of pairs. They That's have sick. such cool sneakers. Like really? this you... is a good plug here, eh? Reebok, you listening? <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, Reebok. This is this is on us. Send us some sneakers too. <laughs> you guys need to no Puma. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I was gonna say that's a Reebok. Yeah. Sorry, my bad, Puma. We'll edit that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep, I can probably bleep that out, but um, my no, bad. I don't honestly, know why I said that. if you go on the Puma website and look at like their guys' shoes or even the girls' shoes, they have the coolest stuff. So mm. I wear only Puma sneakers, like for streetwear, and then for workouts, I wear like I have like a pair of Adidas that I really like. I wear like Nike Metcons if I'm doing like heavier lifting, <laughs> um, but I'm not like I'm not like a ride or die to one brand. No. You know what's funny? A lot of people mention the Nike Metcons. I don't love mine. How come? I just feel like they feel weird on my feet just because like they're such a stiff sole. Yeah. Like that's like the purpose them. of them. I just hate them. No, sorry, not hate them. Like I just don't love them. I wouldn't do them, like wear them for like anything like high impact. Like I'd no, wear them No, like you were like squats, yeah. lunges. Like, yeah. I wear them they, for that and boxing I use them for because they're flat. Oh, really? Yeah, because boxing shoes are supposed to be like they're flat. Oh. Um, so when I'm not like boxing shoes are kind of weird looking. They're kind of tall and everything, but Metcons are pretty good for it. Yeah. I thought you just did barefoot. Is that no? Well, that's kick, like that's kick, I like oh, box box. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. got it. So yeah, I have shoes on. Mm -hmm. um, I was gonna ask what does I'm because it's the point where you usually start to to wrap it up. But what's 2020, the end of 2020, 2021 look like for you? Yeah, so we <clears throat> I'm actually working on a new business right now. Um, what's the name? Sweat Nation. Ah, I love it. Actually, that's pretty good. That's a little like different that. though. That's a little different. There's no verb in there. No, you're right. You're right. So I'm actually tomorrow or on Monday, I'm starting a new challenge. So tomorrow's like the last day to kind of like sign up to join the challenge. And it's all under this new brand called Sweat Nation. And what Sweat Nation is, is it's like, it's an on-demand platform. So 
all the workouts are follow along workouts. So like any time, doesn't matter what time zone you are in, doesn't matter if you work out at 5 a.m. or 5 p.m. Like you can do these workouts anytime. They're all always available. I do them from like start to finish with you. And so basically like what we're trying to do is create like a subscription platform. It's like very cost effective. Like it's not too expensive, but yet you get access to like or eventually you'll get access to like hundreds and hundreds of workouts. Um, and right now I'm the only trainer, but what we're looking to do, cause I have another business partner that I'm working on this with is expand it to other influencers. So other like fitness influencers who have incredible workouts, but like maybe a little bit of a different style of training than mm. I do to really just kind of like round out the platform. So it's not just the Beverly show. It's not just Beverly's workouts, Beverly's warmups, all that stuff. It's like, they'll hopefully be like yoga, um, yoga workout or yoga sessions. There'll be like Pilates. There'll be like maybe boxing, like just making it very, um, like just a wide range of workouts. Creating like a community that caters to kind of everyone's needs or whatever mood they're in kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And having all that on the same platform. So that's what we're building out right now. It's like been a big, big, big like project. Um, is there a projected launch date? Well, so the challenge launches tomorrow or sorry, the challenge starts on Monday, but the actual subscription program, we're really going to launch like in the new year. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Great name too, Sweat Nation. Yeah. Yeah. It's like bringing in like, it's like a nation of like members. Yeah. You know, all over the world. The cool thing is actually that you said like you're going to reach out to other people and I, I don't know that space enough, but it seems like a lot of people when they do their online type thing, it's like about, like you said, like the Beverly Show, people do it about their mm-hmm. fitness. I think it's really cool to bring other people and get them involved, right? It kind of creates that network effect, right? Yeah. Because on top of their network too and, yeah. and so on. So you pay like one fee and then you get access to any workout yeah, yeah. that you want. Like that's that's our ultimate goal. Who, if you, um, is there like someone like a, a personal trainer or fitness influencer that's like you'd love to collaborate with or have a partner like, a, yeah, mm. collaborate? I've actually never really thought of that. No, it's it's funny you ask. I don't really follow very many fitness influencers. I follow like the girls who are my friends, of course, but I, I don't know. I tend to like stay away from like following too many like big typical fitness okay. people. Um, I just kind of like try to keep my feed more friend based, you know? Fair. George, yeah. same question to you. If there was one person that you could have train you, like a celebrity trainer, who would it be? Ooh. Um, I'm just question. gonna. I actually haven't put any thought into this. It's just the Neither first thing came to my head. There, I saw like on. I get the emails from like Men's Health, but there's one article that I read. There was a guy that does. He's a Hollywood trainer. He's trained like Ryan Reynolds and like Chris Evans for like Captain mm. America. He's like a very. I think he's maybe some Eastern European name. I don't know his exact name, but he's gone all. The, oh, and like he trained Zac Efron. I know that because Zac Efron's fucking sorry, jacked. So jacked. Jacked. Um, my ideal body. Zach Efron Baywatch. Zach Efron looks like he hasn't eaten. Yeah, he looks like a little. It's, there's like no, like he's literally can play like there's no fat. Nothing. There's no fat. Guys, so, he's scary. Ryan Reynolds, Blade Trinity. That's an old movie. Yeah. He was jacked in that movie. I love, that was like my ideal body type and Zach Efron Baywatch. Okay. It was like my ideal he's body. so jacked. Something to work towards. Yeah. But yeah, I don't no, know. What I'm, about I'm, you? Do you have a the trainer? You don't train you? No, I I wouldn't even know. I don't know any like yeah like personal right? trainers. Really. Mine would be you more, know like an interesting one that I don't really care to. I just I'd want to do it with my mom is like Jillian Michaels. Sorry, Aww. I do. Have I would want to do that with my mom just because I feel like she my mom cool would like too. her. Yeah, I feel like she'd be like a good workout for me and my mom and something we could do yeah. together. My mom could relate to that. Yeah. 
I do know who I would do. I would if I would do boxing and I would do Freddie Roach, who's like the famous boxing trainer. He's only trained okay. Manny Pacquiao, but okay, yeah. that's a good one. Legend. Oh yeah. now I wish I had one. I'll think about it. I'll okay. think about it. Okay. We'll get back to us. Yeah. Um, and then I'll email you. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate Beverly, it. we appreciate you taking the time of your day, sitting down with us, chatting with us. This is kind of flew fun. by. Uh, that's what I'm looking. I was like, holy crap, yeah, yeah, what are we at? Ready? We're it's about 75 nine, minutes. Wow. Yeah, past 80 minutes. Yeah. Fly. 80 minutes. Yeah. It flies by, right? It flies oh, by I when you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser. Uh, but Beverly, we have these two questions we always ask every single guest. Okay. The first, if there was a movie about your life, who would you want to star as you? Could be any person from any point in time. Um, <laughs> Kristen Krug, because she looks exactly like me. Who's, Wait, who, who's that? Kristen. Do you know Lana from Smallville? No. Do you know Smallville? No. I know Smallville. <laughs> it's a Superman TV show. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but no. Oh my God. My entire life, I was like, people were like, you look like Kristen Krug. You look like Kristen Krug. One time I was on TV, like it, like I was at a rugby tournament, like in Portland. And <laughs> Kristen Krug playing rugby. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, they were interviewing me and they're like, this girl looks like Kristen Krug. And they like put a photo Come of on. me. Yeah. It was. We've got to look this up after. Yeah. I can't, yeah, I have can't a look. picture. We got this. So I guess her, just because it would look, be, people would be like, that's Beverly. <laughs> She's Sick. such a good actress. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. I like that. That was a quick answer too. Yeah. Very rare do we get quick, quick yeah. answers like that. Oh, that was quick. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you, and the last one is, if you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Oh, I always, I always like say this, like everything will work out the way it's supposed to. Every part of your life, the hard parts, the sad parts, the good parts, everything works out the way it's supposed to. And you will be right where you are supposed to be. Wow, I love that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. you are. Put, everything happens for a reason. You're put. No, everything, that is, everything that has happened in your life, has put has put you to where you are right now, and it's supposed. It's where you're supposed to be. If you want to make that a difference in the future, then do different things to make that yeah. difference. But no, I actually have that. one. Actually, I'm gonna ask one more question on okay. that same vein. Oh, uh, I love this. A follow up. If you could new give studio, one new piece question. of advice to people right now for fitness whether it's going back to the beginning we talked about like physical fitness or meditating sleep eating whatever it is you can tell them to do one thing this week because it's going to be released to start the week mm -hmm. if you can give them one piece of advice to set their week on the right course this week what's one thing you would give them like we talked about before like do what makes you happy if going for runs makes you happy then go for your runs if like the idea of picking up a weight just like brings you stress and like like anxiety don't do that if like you want to do yoga five days a week because that's what brings you joy and makes you feel good do that like stop feeling like you have to do something just because other people are doing it do what makes you happy because that at the end of the day that's like what what life is about like yeah. feeling good feeling joyful feeling yeah happy <laughs> and yeah that's that's what i would say it's good advice love it uh beverly if people want to find out more about you all the, the businesses, Sweat Nation mm -hmm. and everything else, where can they go? How can they find you? Uh, they can check out my website, borntosweat.co, co, not com. Nice. And, or my Instagram at Beverly Chang. Spell it out. B-E-V-E-R-L-E-Y-C-H-E-N-G. Beauty. See, Other, I would have messed that up. I would have said A. Like I would have. There would have been yeah. a U in there. Well, that's yeah. why. Right? Sometimes people don't. When it's easy when you say it, and then we always we're gonna put all we'll the tags and everything. Yeah. We'll tag. But sometimes people are listening to this in the car, and they'll be like, "Okay, I remember that," and they go find later, and they can't find you. Yeah. Or maybe they find the wrong person. Like mm -hmm. we. Uh, do you guys see the thing about there's a Joe Budden in a different country 
who got super famous on Instagram because people thought it was Joe Biden. Fake Joe Biden. It was oh a fake God. Joe Biden. It, it, was was like, it was like a U instead of an I or oh something. God. And he's like gained like 500,000 followers on Instagram. Or something. something ridiculous. I was reading an article about that the other day. Uh-huh. This is insane. On that note as well, uh, when Obviously Sweat Nation does launch in the new year, let us know. We'll, we'll share it. Oh, happy thanks. to promote it. And if you do Sri Lanka, we'll join. What was What's the retreat called? The Super Sweaty Elite <laughs> Retreat? <laughs> Is that what you called it? I don't I know. But that, so. that that's was better. Super, super sweaty, sweaty elite retreat. <laughs> I feel like it almost kind of, rhymes. They just, they just keep coming, you know? Like, super they just sweaty stop. Sri Lankan elite retreat. <laughs> no pad. Open instantly. <laughs> I like that name. Anyways. I, Perfect. Guys, yeah. if you made it to the end of this episode, subscribe. Leave us a review the fun things. Hit us Five up stars. on Instagram. We'll give you a sweater. First person to hit us up can get a free Follow sweater. me on LinkedIn. I don't have Instagram anymore. So yeah, George is officially off. Hit him up on Instagram. So at George Butsalis on Instagram. I don't have Instagram. Oh, sorry, on LinkedIn. Just Boutsalas. But it's my name is George Boutsalas. Yeah, George Boutsalas. You can find him. I don't know. I've just had this fascination with LinkedIn. Now I got off Instagram. I don't know why I did it, but that's my my story. What makes you happy? Exactly. What What makes you happy? All right. (laughs) Signing off, pals. Cheers. Peace. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes and every I got alone. No one thing. You're not alright. I'm not alright.